What is up, you guys? Welcome to my first ever podcast. My name, if you guys don't know, <laughs> is Kenna. Um, I'm a health and fitness coach and personal trainer. And I work with a team of two other women, and our company is called Mind Body Balance. Maya is the owner of the company. She focuses mainly on mindset, um, does a lot of mindset coaching, a lot of life coaching, lifestyle coaching, connecting to yourself, things like that. Um, and then we have Zaina, who is our dietitian, who specializes in all things nutrition. And then we have me, who um, specializes in a little bit in mindset, which I believe is a huge part of, you know, your fitness journey and life in general and the exercise portion of things. So I'm super passionate about resistance training, weightlifting, the science behind that. Um, I also do specialize a little bit in nutrition. So I have somewhat of a background there and I am very passionate there as well. Um, I am constantly learning new things about resistance training and nutrition when it comes to you know, just the research that's out there. Um, I did go to college, um, which I'll get into a little bit since this episode is going to be about my personal uh, fitness journey and just kind of where I have come from and just my history with things. So we'll start way back when, 2015, so seven years ago, I was graduating high school and going off to college. So a little bit before then, well, I guess kind of a backstory. To high school, I never played sports. I didn't do anything. I hated gym class. I was the the girl who would give any excuse, basically. Not participate in gym class, and I was just lazy, you know? And then I got involved with people who, they were older than me, they liked to smoke, they liked to drink alcohol, and I started dabbling in that kind of stuff, even when I was like 16. So I was pretty young, and I was already going down a path that you know, my parents definitely didn't favor. I got good grades, but I just, I just got involved with a lot of the wrong people. And I was taken down a path essentially that wasn't made for me because I let other people kind of carve the path for me, right? I cared so much about what other people thought of me that it blinded what I, what I truly wanted in my own life. So I went to college and I went to a four-year university. I didn't know what the fuck I wanted to do. I just knew I wanted to make friends and I wanted to party. And I knew a university was a perfect place to do that, right? So, you know, I went on and I did that and obviously I wasn't happy, right? And there was something missing. So a couple of my friends actually were into weightlifting, a couple of my girlfriends. Thank the Lord, because if they weren't, um, I don't know where I would be right now, but they introduced me to it and they took me to my first training gym where I had a female personal trainer and she really showed me kind of the ropes on how to resistance train and kind of what to do and things like that. It was a very intimidating time for me and it was scary. You know, I felt like the newbie because I was the newbie and we all are at some point, right? But there was just something that weightlifting did for me. It lit me up and I just kept coming back. I just kept coming back to it and, you know, I loved it. So all through college, my priorities definitely were not, they were not set straight. They were not where they should have been and that definitely hindered 
the amount of progress that I was able to see right in that amount of time. So I was working out, but then I was counteracting all of that by drinking and eating like shit and not paying attention to my internal health. So there was a lot of disconnect at that time. And while I, I had good intentions, um, I, I really didn't. So I really wasn't in tune with myself, right? I was still kind of, a, I was people pleasing. I was going out all the time still. I had just turned 21. So I was a junior in college and, you know, I, I pretty much felt like I had, I had a balance there, even though I really didn't. I felt like I did. I was, I was eating a little bit better, paying a little bit more attention to my nutrition. Um, I picked up a minor in nutritional sciences in college because it kind of piqued my interest a little bit. So that's, that's kind of where that came from too. My whole interest in nutrition, it definitely spiked up in college and I learned a lot of, of things in my minor. So even though I thought I somewhat had it figured out, I really didn't. I really was not clear uh, with myself on what it is I wanted from a partner, out of life, anything. I was very unsure. I was not aligned truly within my wants, my needs, you know, who I authentically am as a person, truly feeling 100% confident, you know, without needing liquor to, to mask that. Um, I... I met a guy and we started dating and it, you know, I didn't pay attention to any of the red flags because I was like, well, you know, I, I felt like this was all that I deserved because I had never had a guy treat me right before. So I thought, well, this is the best, you know, this is the best I'll have. And so the bar was on the floor. Um, and I really was only involved with him for six months, but after after just two i mean things were bad right like he was very controlling he was verbally emotionally and physically abusive and you know i don't i'm not going to go too much into the details now in this podcast on that so i'll definitely save that for another time because i think it's a relatable subject for a lot of women and so i definitely want to use this platform to talk about it you know, and I say I was only involved with him for six months and that that was part of my issue and my healing journey was I, I invalidated how I was feeling about the situation because it was only, air quotes, only six months, but that can do a lot of damage. So I lost a good amount of weight from being in that relationship just because for me, in times of stress, personally, I tend to undereat when I'm anxious, when I'm stressed. And so that caused a good deal of weight loss while I was in the relationship. And I just didn't look like myself at all. And then when I got out of it, you know, I had the courage and the strength to leave, right? But for some reason, it impacted me so greatly that I turned to food and exercise to turn to controlling those factors in my life um, to feel some sense of control because I felt so out of control from letting somebody treat me the way that I did. And so that was kind of my, my mechanism of coping was to exercise an insane amount and to control every ounce and every droplet of food or liquid, you know, that entered my body. 
And so that's just no way to live, right? And that's what got me down to such an unhealthy weight. So I am five foot eight and I weighed 110 pounds at my lowest weight. And, you know, I had no fat, hardly any muscle, no booty, no energy, no social life, no body temperature regulation, no hunger cues. I had hardly any hair left, like it was thinning out and I had misery. That's pretty much all that I had left. Um, I had a family, like I have great support system, right? And that's the crazy thing is that these things can happen still, even when you have support. So, you know, I have lots of support and people to lean on. And I even, you know, I went to see a therapist who specialized in emotional abuse um, when I started my healing journey, recovering from this relationship. And I still fell into these unhealthy patterns because that was my brain's way of protecting me. And so, you know, I, I turned to this obviously as a coping mechanism. And it's kind of hard to understand restrictive habits if you've never had them, but once you start developing restrictive habits around food, especially, it can be really hard to stop. Um, so, you know, I, I body checked a thousand times a day because I had to make sure I still had abs. I wouldn't eat a meal, you know, until eight o'clock at night. And when I did, it was a big old fat plate of vegetables and nothing else. You know, I avoided certain food categories like meat and dairy. Um, and I hoarded like all of my calories until the nighttime, which is very unhealthy. And when I, when I had unhealthy or more calorie dense, you know, empty calorie foods, I would binge on them because as humans, that's our innate response. Um, so, you know, we get nasty cravings when we don't let ourselves have what we want. And the crazy part is too, I, I feel like deep down, you know, I've done a lot of internal work to figure out why my brain was working the way it was during this time. And I felt like I was torturing myself um, and I felt like I almost deserved to feel miserable because I let myself get involved with somebody so awful. So my self-esteem was literally like on the ground, like it was zero. It, it was nowhere to be found. I had no self-esteem left after getting out of this relationship. Um, you know, I asked myself like, how, how could I do this to myself? How did I get here? How did I let somebody take so much control over me and now my entire life and my health, right? Like, why is this taking me so fucking long to heal from? It really, really bothered me. And I think those questions that I asked myself made it even harder for me to just fucking heal um, and to just move on and to just do the things I needed to do to get better um, and to get myself out of the rut that I was in. But I think the answer honestly comes down to self-confidence because I believe that when you are confident and you know who you are to your core, you won't let anybody waver that. You'll stand tall and walk away from anyone who gives you like a small ass, tiny ass red flag because you know your worth and that they aren't worth your time or being in your life, you know? So... You know, I took a good good chunk of time after going through what I did to get 
fucking clear on what it is I wanted in a partner, what it is that, you know, my non-negotiables were, what are those for you? You need to know and get clear on that before you can be with anybody else. And you also have to know yourself. Despite going through a very restrictive period in time, I discovered a lot about who I am as a person again. And I relearned a lot of things about myself that I had almost forgotten, even just in the six months I was with that person. Um, Because it's crazy how much somebody can take from you in just such a short amount of time if you let them. So you really have to protect your own energy. I learned a lot about how to do that. And two years go by after I work on myself um, and I meet somebody. And, you know, I'm still with him today. And we're moving across the country together in a few months. And that was always my dream. My dream was to move up to Arizona. Um, and that was my, my personal dream, right? And do I, would I love, you know, to have a partner to, to be with me and to, to come with me down there? Yes. And thank God that I get to have that now, right? But that's my dream. And I didn't give that up. So y- y- the whole point is you can't settle and you can't morph yourself to be somebody who you're not just for somebody else. When you start getting clear on what it is you want, the universe is gonna give it to you. So start asking the universe for what you want and things will just start to fall into fruition. That's what manifestation is. And that's another thing I wanna get into in this podcast is is the universe and just talking about manifestation and how that works. Cause I'm passionate about that as well. but I'm also passionate about coaching and you know, this story, this, this, this whole journey that I just kind of told you guys about, that's my why is why, why I do what I do. Right. So I saw what finding my own self-confidence and leading a true authentic life has done for me. Right. And so it made me passionate to help other women find that as well. And I want to be relatable. That is my goal here is to just be as relatable as I possibly can be to all of the women out there who are struggling with something similar to what I've struggled with. Maybe it's not. I mean, I've helped so many women already that don't really have a similar story to me, but I can still help them because I have the tools to do so. And it's been nothing short of amazing and fulfilling. And there's no doubt in my mind that this is what I'm meant to do. The universe has put me here for a reason and, you know, everything. So this is a perfect example of everything that you go through happens for a reason. And you can use the things that happen to you to make the world a better place, to make even just one person better, right? So that's my goal here, and um, I want to help other women find their true confidence, their true authentic selves, and, you know, there's so much standing on the other side of self-confidence, right? And you have nothing to fucking lose. So if you take anything from this, it's to start going after what you want. And to also get clear on what you want, because your why is super, super important in this journey. And the sooner that you get super, super crystal clear on that, the easier it's going to be for you to follow through with reaching your goals. And embodying self-confidence is also a huge playing factor in helping you to reach your goals because it makes it 10 times easier when 
you fake it till you make it, even if you don't feel confident and you act the part because that will help you also get that much closer to your goals is believing in yourself and having that self-confidence to to reach whatever it is that you have sought after. So this was a super personal episode. I got real and raw with you guys right off the bat. And that's the example of what I want to put out there for everybody. I want people to know me by being relatable um, and by being authentic and by sharing real life shit. So my goal here is to educate, to bring value, to be relatable. And I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. I'm super excited for all that's to come and for everything that I have in store. So thank you guys for listening. I appreciate you all and stay tuned for the next one.